You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. For yucca, yuanling, and yumminess. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 189, and I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your stretchy, strategizing, stragglers, streaming strange strips and strands about stratosphere and strombolis. I'm Colin. And I'm Dana. And uh, no Chris this week. Uh, he couldn't join us for the recording because uh, stuff came up, but we miss him and he'll be back next week. And this episode is brought to you by Warby Parker. Warby Parker is a revolutionary way to get cool prescription or non-prescription glasses that's uh, fun, hassle-free, and super affordable. And uh, Colin, you're wearing a pair. I'm wearing a pair right now, yeah. You got yeah. your wire glasses. Kind of right? my classic, yeah, the, the, the half, the the half rim. My classic look, look yeah. the half rim. The very, very yeah, yeah, sort of the fake transparent yeah, on the bottom. you're not a professor glasses kind of guy. I, I, I'm I, a professor. Not yet. I might, I might age into that at some point, no. graduate to the professor style. There is a style on Warby Parker that's called Colin. Is it like a thick, chunky style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have to get it, it just because it's... It comes in blue, it's... too. Hmm, I, I, maybe that's too crazy. Does it say Colin on it? That would be cool if we get it, like, sta- engraved. It's really personal. Yeah. I might have to get it. It's like those 2000 and Happy New Year 2001, but yeah. it's oh, uh-huh. the lenses. Yeah, one of the eyes is the O. <laughs> <laughs> and also, good news for people all over the world who are like me. Uh, I call myself a pancake face. Uh, because no. it's very flat. Don't be so hard on yourself. I, I it's moon not faced. Moon it's moon faced. Face. Yeah, come on. It's so much more poetic yeah. that way. I have a low nose bridge. It's not pronounced. So what happens is when I wear normal glasses, they usually slide off if I don't have the oh. nose pad things. Got it. And especially if I'm running, wearing sunglasses, and you're sweating, it just like slides right off like it's butter. Over your mouth before yeah. you know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to catch it with my mouth. <laughs> but now Warby Parker has a whole series of low bridge fit glasses and sunglasses for people like me. And maybe some of you guys out there. But, so um, smart that they sell them now. So many finally, people in the world have that same nose. I used like, to have yeah. to buy normal glasses and I have to take it to a store and have them add the pads on. Oh. Which really like then disrupts the whole look of it. You know, but yeah. I was like, ah, but you know, what what good are glasses if, <laughs> if they, they slide, slide off, off the front of your face? Yeah. Um but now Warby Parker uh, has them in stock and uh, this is how it works. You go to warbyparker.com. You pick up up to five uh, glasses frames that you want to try on, and they will ship the sample frames in their at-home try-on kit for you to your house for free. And you try them on, and you decide which one you like, and then you send all of them back, and you order online. You can also upload your uh, prescription info online as well. You can order it there. Their glasses are hip, stylish, brainy. Hopefully, maybe there will be a Dana style and a Karen style. <laughs> style. Yeah, there are Probably two not. A's in my name. Those could be the I's. Yeah. <laughs> so head on over to warbyparker.com slash brain and get three-day expedited shipping. Uh, I've got a uh, fun news headline here for you, Karen, before we get started. Okay. Well, I mean, actually, I mean, it's for, it's for both of you guys, yeah. but I think it's going to be of particular interest to you, Karen. <clears throat> uh, this, is a, this is an Associated Press article uh, dated August 5th. Ohio University uh-huh. to get North America's first pizza ATM. Huh. Cincinnati. 
Customers will soon be able to get pizza from an ATM at one Ohio University. Xavier University has partnered with a French company to install the first pizza ATM. Uh, the company says the machine will hold 70 pizzas at once. Whoa. Okay. Customers will be able to use a touchscreen to pick one of the $10 pizzas, which will be heated for several minutes, placed in a cardboard box, and ejected through a slot. Uh, so I guess they've had these in Europe for like almost 15 years now. Uh, but this is the first time they've made it to the States. Uh, it says they're usually in small towns, gas stations, or pizzerias, which seems – I don't understand why you would have a, a pizza ATM. Yeah. I don't want to talk to people. I just <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, like... in a pizzeria. I don't know. Maybe. So, yeah. If, um... Huh. Is it connected to your bank? Is it, What's the difference yeah, between an ATM I, and, a, my and a vending machine? <laughs> my gripe is, isn't this just a pizza vending machine? Why are they calling things an ATM? It's, it's not an automatic yeah. – Telling I was like, oh, maybe it's because they machine. cook it, but like they have the coffee machines, and they don't call that a coffee ATM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't call you don't call yeah. it the Doritos ATM. <laughs> no, true. it's not like it's not like these are pizzas that you had on credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, oh, I've got uh, about a dozen pizzas here. Hang on, let me just withdraw. Let me withdraw some pizza. It sounds like it's like part of the Bank of America thing. It's like, oh, I'd like to make a deposit and get a pizza. <laughs> right, <later."> right. <laughs> oh, this one only dispenses four slices at a time. Well, that's okay. all. I get. They keep doing this. They they called um a cupcake ATM not so long ago, and I you know and I I went to one in Chicago, and I was huh. like, hey, there's someone behind that counter loading up the cupcakes in the box that comes out of the slot. That's even less. Of it. I was like, <laughs> like, I can see your hand. This yeah, isn't. This yeah. Is not- What's the difference between like a drive-through window then, yeah. or like a walk? Hmm. That's a good point. I you yeah. know I kind of just unquestionably read that just article. Call them vending machines. Stop calling them ATMs. Maybe man. it's because ATM implies like more high tech or more yeah, speedy. Yeah. So I don't know. It's faster to say. Yeah. If you are a, a student at Xavier or just happen to be in the Cincinnati area and have access to this. So-called pizza ATM. Please uh, let us know how it is. I'm very I curious. I need to check the the yeah. my balance right my yeah. pizza account, please. Oh man, I'm down to one pepperoni. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> one pepperoni. It bounced like, like <laughs> pizza bounced, guys. You should join my pizza credit union. There, man, it's like they they'll prevent you from pizza overdraft. Yeah, yeah. that's my problem. I'll yeah. totally pizza overdraft, man. I, the other day after catching Pokemon, I went to go have a slice of pizza, and it was like it was like cold, and it was like super foggy, and then it was just this warm hot slice of pizza, and I was like, and I talked to it. I was like, pizza, why are you so good? <laughs> pizza, the best. It's the best food. Well, anyways, without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz, Hot Shot. And you guys have your barnyard buzzers ready. And since Chris is not here, I think we can do two cards. Oh, okay. A random assortment of Trivial Pursuit cards. When the cat's away, the mice will play. (laughs) All right, here we go. Old and new. I got Trivial Pursuit Genus 4 and Trivial Pursuit 1995. Okay. Okay. I don't know why we can't get any other years. I think think it's it's just 95. I think the whole set is 95. No, but look, it says 90s. Yeah. And then on the other side, then huh. it says 1995. Oh. Maybe somebody only gave us. These were from our donated cards, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's start with, uh, let's start with the old. Okay. That. All right. Blue Edge for people and places. What country's Hindi name is Hind? <laughs> well, I. 
Hong Kong. Uh, I think we probably would both guess India. Yes, yes. it is India. Hindi. 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 India. Hindi. India. Yeah. Pink wedge for arts and entertainment. Which Simpsons character doesn't share a name with a member of creator Matt Groening's family? Oh, like, does not share, share a name with, with a... Yeah. Uh, Bart. Correct. Oh. Like Bart is his... The sort of the surrogate for Matt yeah, Groening. Because yeah, yeah. his parents are named Homer Mar-Mark. and Margaret, right? And, his, and which, he does have a sister named Lisa. Was it which Simpsons character? Yeah. So it's like almost all of them, probably. Aren't there hundreds of them? Right. It's a little ambiguous. Like, which Simpsons family? Oh, I see. I see. Not like the show. Like, Mo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Grimes Keeper Willie. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Yellow Wedge for history. Who earned $550 million from Drexel Burnham Lambert, according to his 1987 tax return? Uh, five hundred and fifty see. million. Five hundred and fifty. Oh, okay, okay. So, no idea who this is. So it's got to be like Colin, uh, Michael Milken. Oh my God! Yes, okay. who is he? He was like you know one of these like uh, the 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 high risk sort of investment guys who got busted back in the eighties nineties, but uh. he made millions of dollars just mm. sort of off of. Insider information, maybe. I'm being very, you know, I mean, that's my memory of it anyway, but yeah. Let's move to Brown for Science and Nature. What slapstick trio topped a national public radio poll of suggested names for three new planets found circling the same pulsar? What three? Slapstick trio. Oh. Dana. Is it Larry, Moe, and Curly? Correct. Hmm. I guess because it's. Well, it's su- suggested names. I don't know if they actually went with it. Yeah, just because there's three of them. Yeah. All right. Uh, Green Wedge for Sports and Leisure. Who netted an NBA record 72.7 field goal percentage in the 1972 to 73 season? Colin. I know you know Colin. Uh, I'm going to guess Will Chamberlain. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty good. Pretty good player. Pretty good. You said field goal? That's what I was confused. So in basketball, the, like the technical name for a shot is a field goal, really, as opposed to like a free throw, right? Yeah. So your two pointer or three pointers are field goals. It's a field goal attempt or a three point. What? Yeah, that's. I did that's, not know that. Yeah, and like if you look in like the box score for a basketball game after you know it'll say like FGA for like field that's goal so attempts. Weird. Yeah, oh. it, but it, like it takes that name from field sports. But yeah, you're right. Field goal, basket, same thing. That's that's a technical oh. name. Wow. Yeah, that's why. I I was like, uh, I, did I yeah. read like, this football? question? Yeah. What is this? And by the way, I mean, just as an aside, 70, what was it? 72%? Like, 72.7. That's insanely high. I mean, like, yeah. if you're a player today, like, if you had, like, 49%, you're going to be, like, a star shooter. Wow. Yeah. Like, to be able to get... What do you think Steph Curry's is? Steph Curry's overall percent is probably mid to high 40s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good shooter. Wilt the stilts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question on this card. Wild card. What House Speaker told the economists that smoking marijuana, quote, was a sign we were alive and in graduate school in that era? Whoa. Oh, House Speaker. Mm. So there must have been like... Like Gingrich? Somebody... Yeah, maybe Gingrich, although he seems a little uptight. Yeah. But, but he was around in the 90s. That's true. That's true. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're right. Know. Yeah, let's go, with, let's go with Gingrich. Yeah. Is that right? It is right. Yeah. It's New Gingrich. 
Woo. All right, card number two. Let's. That was nice. He probably said that about Bill Clinton. To right. Get people off. Of okay. Bill Clinton's okay. Back. That's a very charitable way of looking at it. That's my guess yeah. of why. Let's go with that. Up. Yeah. Let's uh, jump into. 1995, good old 1995. Here we go. All right. right. Pink wedge for pop culture. What Pacific Island natives did Britain's Queen Elizabeth apologize to for seizing their lands 132 years earlier? Dana. Is that the Maori? Correct. It is the Maori. I think Mm. they're the only people she anybody ever apologized to. Oh, really? (laughs) They were very, very persuasive. They were tough. Very (laughs) good at fighting. Yellow wedge. What search engine did Digital Equipment Corporation develop to manage its old email? Oh, okay. Oh, just so name some Vista. Um, oh, my God. Uh, Alta Vista? Dana got it. Oh, Is that what you thought? I was going to say, but yeah, you. Oh. that's all right. Sorry, we're on the same track there. Yeah. I mean, I was just ruling ones out. I mean, like we know Maybe it's not excited. Yahoo. We know it's, yeah, Lycos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hotbot. I didn't oh, know. Okay. Yeah. Wow. wow. So wait. So it was developed by DEC to index their internal Old email. Huh, oh. Okay. All right. Brown wedge. <laughs> what Seinfeld character refused to switch from briefs to boxers, noting my boys need a house? <laughs> Whoa, trivial pursuit. <laughs> Uh, Colin. That is Kramer. This is a very Kramer thing to say. Yeah. And in the end, he ends up going with neither. Yeah. <laughs> so they're homeless. Yeah. Orange Wedge. What hunky model made his TV ad debut hyping I Can't Believe It's Not Butter Spray? Dana. Oh, uh, Fabio. Correct. Yeah. I, was it the spray or? Just the spray. Huh? Maybe the spray at first. <laughs> then then huh. migrated onto to the, the, wider the product brand. line. Hmm. Maybe he uses it to stay oiled up. Who knows? I mean, as a high-sheen man. Uh, Speaking of high-sheen men. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, the Tongan? Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, in the yeah. Olympics opening ceremony, the Parade of Nations, the guy representing Tonga? Yeah. He was uh, glistening. <laughs> and then, like, was he topless? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, in sort of, I guess, tradi- tradition, traditional yeah. style dress. So right, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he, like, smiles at the camera all charmingly and, like, kind of winks. And everybody's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the aside there. Yeah. Green Wedge, what CNN chief international correspondent was credited with bringing the horrors of the Bosnian conflict to light? Ooh. Which CNN chief international correspondent? Uh, um, Christian Amanpour. God, you're that was so my good. Guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. She's good. Yeah. She's like She's you really just. Good. You're just like yes. I trust you. Yeah. 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 Reporting yeah. the news. Yeah. Last question in this round. What Swedish techno group? Though, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to make a little make an editorial note. I'm going to scratch out techno. What, <laughs> pop- sw- what Swedish pop group yeah. sold a record 19 million of its debut album, The Sign? <laughs> Everybody. Ace of, Ace of Base. Ace of Base. That year. I guess it's 1995. 95. They, huh. Almost every single they, they released. They had so like, many hit hits one. off that album. All right? That She Wants, The yep. Sign. Etc. Etc. Et yeah, yeah, it yeah. was a good. Don't turn around. Yeah, yeah don't there turn you around. Go. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Whew, all right, we named three. I, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. This that CD has been in my car for like two years. <laughs> I haven't. I don't ever go to the CD player, but it, it, when I do, it's it's a base. The sign is in there. It's reliable. You know what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good job, brains. 
So, Colin, this week, yeah, what well, are we talking about? So, as I as I alluded to just a moment ago, it is we are currently in the opening week of the Olympic Games. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm always curious, uh, each time there's new Olympics, I really am into what is the design of the medals this time. I have to say... I'm kind of a traditionalist. Like, I tend to like the medals that are just simple. You know, maybe it's just all one piece of metal. You know, maybe a on simple a, embossed design. Right. You know, I feel like in in recent decades, yeah. every now and then some country will, or some host country, they'll do something funky. Like, it'll be a ring, you know, like with a hole in the middle. Or mm-hmm. I think like in, in Sochi, the Olympics, right, didn't have like a chunk of the meteorite was like, was like embedded in Whoa. the... I did not know they, that. No. They had a, like crystal portion in one of them a few years ago okay. but so this this olympics in in rio that's just solid simple gold plated and silver and bronze medals you know no no fringe I like no the crazy one that's totally acceptable I, i'm not saying <laughs> i'm right i'm just saying like for me i'm more of a traditionalist medals gold medals were on my mind i was thinking gold is just interesting yeah uh, it's olympic well. fever man olympic fever everywhere but then gold as well you guys remember i love that story about the gold Nobel medal being melted yeah. down. Yeah. So I thought we could just talk about gold and things that are gold and golden and okay. go for the gold. You gotta help me dig deep. Go bigger. I'll find just something bigger. And you can't hear, and you can't see it, listeners. You can't hear it either, but you can't see that Karen is sitting here with golden hair right yeah. now. Yeah, I got it all changed. Golden. I went in the salon. I was like, "Make me an iPhone color, rose gold." <laughs> it's rose gold. Yeah, it is rose gold. rose gold. You're wearing a golden bear shirt too. Oh, I am. Wearing- oh, gold. Yeah, you are wearing a golden bear. I shirt. am. I'm. That's right. Totally coincidentally, yeah. I, I am wearing a California Golden Bears T-shirt. Golden hair, golden yeah. bear. Go Bears. All right, I'll kick us off. I have a gold grab bag quiz for you guys. Assorted musings on gold. All right. Assorted shaving, gold shaving. Yes. Oh, I like that. Uh, and you guys buzz in with your answers, okay? All right. Let's do All it. All right, we'll start, we'll start with a classic. In the story of King Midas and the Golden Touch, oh. a king's given the power to turn whatever he touches into gold. And in one version of the story, he, he ends up dying of starvation because he turns the food that he touches into gold. Uh. And then in another version, he washes it off in a river. Oh, I didn't hear that. I don't know that version. Yeah. yeah. It's the happy yeah. version. So it's more like gold plating as yeah. opposed to, yeah. Well, uh, uh, we'll get into it. Oh, but, okay. Um, so this is a Greek myth. Um, that's a little bit of a clue for you guys. What Greek god gave him the gift of the golden touch? Oh, oh, Karen. All Karen. Right. Dionysus. Yes. Good guess. Good guess. Oh, yes. Yeah. Seems like a very luxurious lux- yeah. luxury. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The gold robot from uh, from Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> very hedonism bot. Uh, so he was given that power because he helped take care of one of Dionysus' his friends, um, a satyr. He saved him. And so he's like, oh, what do you want? He's like, I want everything I touch turns to gold. And then it ended up being a curse. And in one version, he gets the curse removed. And in another, he does not. Aww. Yeah. The Golden Girls was not the first show starring Rue McClanahan and Betty White together. Oh. What show were they on together? Oh. It has to, I think it's a variety show. Oh, you think so? I just don't know what's it called. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm just trying to think of just shows that we know Betty White was on maybe is a better way to go. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean... That's as far as my TV knowledge. It's stops. early 80s. 
Oh, uh, I was at Mary Tyler Moore show. Is what no. I was going to guess, but that's not early eighties. Karen, Empty Nest. No, it is Mama's Family. Oh yes, that's right because they're related. Oh. Yes. So wait, how, well, who was Betty White on Mama's Family? She was Mama's. Gosh, was it niece or oh, sister? Okay. Like, oh. And she was. It's funny. Betty White was the man hungry one, and Rue McClanahan was the like more more demure one. And so <laughs> they actually had reversed roles when they first got cast for uh, Golden Girls. Betty White was gonna be Blanche. Oh, really? She's gonna be the man eater. Yeah. And Rue McClanahan was gonna be Rose. Oh my god! Yeah. I can't imagine Me that. Neither. I cannot I imagine that differently. Yeah. Oh my god! Betty White is the perfect Rose. Yeah. So the Golden Girls spun off three other sitcoms. There were three spinoffs from the Golden Girls. One was the Golden Palace. Okay, was... that's where they like bought a hotel. Yeah, right? and okay. Don Adventures. Cheadle was in that. Um, <laughs> Don Cheadle. I don't yeah. remember that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, another one was called Nurses. Okay. And then what ni- what other show? I think Karen just off? said it. I think. Is it Empty Nest? It was yes. Empty Nest, yes. He was their neighbor, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the neighbor. It was a doctor. He was a doctor, or... and so nurses kind of came from... Oh, so nurses was like a second level? Yeah. Wow. Productive show. A party. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, besides color, what's the difference between golden raisins and regular raisins? <laughs> Colin. Uh, so, so in the U.S., golden raisins are they're the same raisins, but they're just there's sulfur dioxide in them when they're when they're dehydrating them. They're they're the, they're made yeah. from the same raisins. Oh, yeah, yes. they're that, not green. No, they, well, well, both yeah. both both come from like those regular Thompson seedless green yes, grapes. Exactly. Wait. The the black purple raisins are made from green grapes. Yes, I'm yep. out of here. <laughs> Karen's gone. <laughs> she just left it's, a little caring so, shaped outline in the wall. According to the the uh, raisin council, the <laughs> oxidation and caramelization of the sugars when they dry out in the sun is what makes them have the natural dark brown black exterior. Yeah. But they are the same raisins. Yeah. As the golden raisins, the golden raisins are are turned really quickly with chemicals and, right, and machinery. Right. Oh, yeah. But I but I do know that like in like the UK though, for our UK listeners All and sultanas. other, sultanas. they're sultanas, right? Yeah, yeah they are frequent, which which just naturally dry. It's a different grape. They're not the Thompson seedless. They naturally dry that kind Clear. of light golden color. But yeah. but yeah, in the U.S., that blew my mind too, Karen. I was like, wait, what? They're the same. They I- look so different. How yeah. did I live? I'm 34. I can't believe I learned about this now. That's the beauty of trivia. You just keep learning things. All sorts of facts. Goodness. (laughs) The British Gold Coast, Bradenberger Gold Coast, Danish Gold Coast, Dutch Gold Coast, Portuguese Gold Coast, and Swedish Gold Coast are all names for colonies in what African country? Whoa. Whoa. Wow. What country has been colonized Uh, like so many, many times? Karen. Ivory Coast. Close. Uh, is that Ghana? Ghana. Ah. Yeah. So Ghana is next to the Ivory Coast, which is also next to what was once called the Slave Coast. Oh, jeez. So they would just name them after what they exported from wow. there. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. I, I I knew that Ghana had been a Gold Coast like before that. I didn't know oh, it had okay. been so many different so Gold Coasts. Many wow. All right. What food product was dubbed black gold in New Zealand after the main production factory was shut down for repairs? Oh. Karen. Vegemite? So close. 
Oh, uh, yeah. What, uh... Marmite. 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 <laughs> I didn't know they're different. I mean, like, are they brand names or is it the they're, same stuff? Uh, so if, I have to be careful here because if you ask a Kiwi, they will, like, cut you. They taste different. <laughs> <laughs> like, Marmite tastes different from Vegemite to them. Okay. Okay. To them. To them, it tastes different. All so, I know yeah. is they're different. I've only ever had Vegemite, but I know I've, oh, I know that they're you, different. Yeah, yeah, they're different. So um, wait, there was a shortage? There or? was a shortage. So one of the factories kind of broke down, and uh. then there was a run on them in the stores, and pe- they were selling out, and people were like, <gasps> and they called it Marmageddon. That was another thing they called it. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Marmageddon. You said you've had Vegemite before? I have had Vegemite before. It just tasted like salty mold. Yeah, (laughs) it's like a byproduct from beer, uh, the beer process. Mm. It's like yeasty, it's black. It's salty. I can see it being an acquired taste. Like if I'd been having it every day since I was five, I might feel differently. Yeah, Yeah, and then you care about the difference between the brands. Yeah, it's true. It makes a difference. (laughs) All right. So the Congressional Gold Medal in the U.S. is uh, awarded to persons who've performed an achievement that has an impact on American history and culture that is likely to be recognized as a major achievement in the recipient's field long after the achievement. Like somebody did something. Legacy. A legacy thing. Okay. And both the Senate and the Congress have to agree, two-thirds majority before they even think about it. Like wow. everybody has to agree that what you did was were noteworthy. It's like our knighthood. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a good analogy. Yeah, there's a pre- presidential one, and there's like kind of less, maybe fewer hoops to go through to get that <laughs> one. Still important work, but yeah. Uh, so the last group to get the Congressional Gold Medal got it in 2015. Okay. There was also a movie in 2014 based on them. Do you, can you guys guess? Who got? <sighs> it's too late for the code talkers. Yeah, I was right? thinking Navajo Twin no. Talkers. No, it's too but late. There's a movie yeah. in 2014. Oh, is it? Uh, Colin, gee, is it? Is it uh, the Tuskegee Airmen? No. Mm, too late for that too. Probably. There was a movie. Is yeah. Also, Red yeah, Tales yeah, yeah. Also too late for that. Okay. The movie was 2014. Yeah. Mm. Was it a survivor, a survival, or a? It was a group, and they're American. SEAL Team Six. No, was it was it the 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 hostages from Iran? No, mm, I don't know. It was the Selma to Montgomery marchers. Oh, oh Selma. Selma! Selma! They got a Congressional Medal of Honor for their contribution. So all those people, do they yeah. give a medal to all the people who marched? So okay, so sometimes people get the medal and it has their picture on it. Like a, a individual's picture will be on it, okay. and it's like for you. Everybody gets their own. And so the Selma marchers, it's a bunch of little people on there uh, i don't know I, I can't tell it's I a group it's a group yeah. award yeah it's a group award okay but yeah but it's weird if it's individual because you need a lot of bodies to march yeah. right if you're just that one person it's true like, it's true okay and I'll, I'll i'll end it with one more question this is a presidential question this is part okay. of our all right. All, right. All, right. all right we take our medicine yes um what coin did president theodore roosevelt put into circulation and President Franklin Roosevelt removed from circulation. Ooh. Oh, Karen. Okay. Karen. Two cent. No. Because <laughs> there's loonies and toonies. Yeah. Um, it, it was Roosevelt put into circulation and who took out? And Franklin Roosevelt took it out. Franklin Roosevelt Teddy took put it, it in. Ah, so it's Franklin not the silver it dollar. It's – oh, uh, 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 the buffalo nickel. No. Oh. It's – remember the theme – Right, gold. The, uh, yeah. Oh, the golden dollar. 
Is it the Liberty dollar? Is that what it is? What are we What are we missing? It's the Indian head gold piece. Oh. What is that? Uh, so it's out of circulation. It's been, it's been out of circulation for a while. But um, so Theodore Roosevelt had a friend who was a sculptor. And he wanted to. He was like, you know what would be cool? More coins. <laughs> I could hook you up. I could. I know a guy. I know a coin guy. Makes beautiful yeah. things. It was really hard to make these coins. Huh. Um, and it it used gold, and gold became kind of scarce resource during the depression and, oh, and stuff okay. like that. Um, and they they had like different denominations of it. It's beautiful coin, and it's very highly collectible. But um, yeah, it got pulled out of circulation. You know what? We need more coins. That would be cool. <laughs> he also he made it um, because he was like, oh, you know what else would be awesome is if we could just change the pattern on it without talking to Congress too much. Like we could, we don't need to like go through all Micromate. the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we can just backdoor this process. Yeah. It's fine. I'm yeah. president, yo. I like that. I, yeah, the Roosevelt to Roosevelt. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's cool. That's Good cool. job, you guys. All right, I've got a story for you guys uh, that I had read a long time ago. I don't know, I don't remember where I first stumbled across it, but I, I recently re-stumbled across it again. And it I seemed, do that a lot. Yeah, with yeah. Wikipedia entries, and it, it, the links are all purple, and I was like, oh, I've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I read this one in a in a a, a collection of of, of uh, hoaxes that I had years ago. Oh. But so we'll get there. I may be tipping my hand a little bit. Um, all right, on the morning. This is all true. This okay. is all true. Uh, so in the morning of May 18th, 1864, okay, mm-hmm. so Civil War yeah. era here going on, uh, an Associated Press story ran as the, the headline, the lead uh, on the New York World and the Journal of Commerce. These are Whoa. two, these are two New York City newspapers. Big papers back then. Well, you know, I mean, New York has always been a multiple newspaper town, um, yeah. especially was then. That these papers reported that President Abraham Lincoln had authorized a draft of 400,000 men to oh. join the Union Army fighting the Civil War. And that conscription was to begin immediately. Now, needless to say, this is this is big news. This yeah. is pretty big news. Four hundred thousand men, immediate call up, you know, to go yeah. fight this terrible war. Unfortunately, for these two newspapers, this was false. Oh! And the New York World and the Journal of Commerce were the only two papers to print this alleged AP story. Uh oh. Okay. And Lincoln uh, just went bananas. Like he was yeah. pissed. He was. I mean, just like by Lincoln standards, he was. He was super angry. A good way to make everybody freak out and not yeah, trust you. Yeah. A good way to make yeah. people freak out and not yeah. trust you. Absolutely. The government, of course, had issued a statement saying, like, no, there is not an immediate draft of four hundred thousand <laughs> men going on. Um, but yeah, people were in an uproar. They're in a tizzy. What's going on? And eventually, the roots of this hoax were discovered. The authorities worked their way back uh, in just a couple of days, arresting Joseph Howard Jr. Uh-huh. and Francis Mallison. And these men were respectively the editor of and a reporter for the Brooklyn Eagle newspaper. What? They were the masterminds of this hoax, planting this and creating this fake story. And this whole thing was essentially a get-rich-quick scam. <laughs> How? Okay. How? All right. What they had anticipated was that news of a huge new draft would cause a lot of turmoil and uncertainty in the markets, meaning the financial markets, okay. Okay. Uh, specifically driving up the cost of gold. 
And, okay. you know, I mean, we still say this today, in okay. fact. Um, and so what they had done is prior to this fake story, they went and purchased millions of dollars worth of gold on margin. Meaning they'd only have to pay for it if the gold went down in value. Oh, it's like the producers, but with gold. <laughs> so, yes, these are the actions of men who uh, have a very high degree of confidence that the price of gold is going to go up. Just a year prior to this, there had been draft riots right there in yeah. New York City. So they kind of had an idea that what kind of, you know, uh, effect this news would happen. So, so they crafted a fake AP story. And they had their, you know, kind of their newsrunner courier boy delivery service deliver the new, deliver this fake story to as many of the newspapers as they could. And, you know, and keep in, and keep in mind, there's a lot of papers, right? Yeah. So deliver this as many papers as they could. But here's the rub. They planned the story, deliver it as late as they possibly could before the printing oh. deadline. So it would minimize the chance that someone's going to verify it, going to maybe double check it. It's so devious. Like, oh, it's just, we got to get it out. Yep, got to get it out. And sure enough, it's like, it's a big story comes in right at the deadline. Like, what do you do if you're, you know, and the press Right, 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 right. Um, and, you know, uh, sure enough, at those two papers, their, there's, their news editors had already left for the night. So it was basically just up to the foreman running the press is like, man, do we go with the story? Do we not? They went with the story. Ah. Uh, Yeah. Unfortunately for them, this is one of those stories that could really only happen at a specific point in time. Like today, you, you know, you'd check Twitter or you'd call your friend at the AP and like, Hey, is this real? And you would figure it out. So two things. So, so one, exactly as Howard and Malison had planned, the price of gold shot up. And they sold their investments and they cleaned house. They made a ton of money. So they 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 made a ton of money. Well, so they won for a day until the authorities basically tracked them down. Um, So now, so back up a little bit. As I say, when the story hit, Lincoln was super mad. He was really upset about this. So he ordered both of the- Yeah, what could he do? Well, I mean, you know, he he could do a lot as president. Uh, He ordered both of the newspapers shut down immediately. He had the owners thrown in jail. (gasps) He, He had the editors of the papers thrown in jail. Oh, no. Uh, by this time, for treason, Howard and Malison, it's like the foremans did it too. The foremen were the yeah. ones who did it. The editors <laughs> didn't even know; they didn't have telephones, did they? He's no. thinking, yeah. you know, he well, they certainly had wire services, but he's he's thinking that they at least had the power. Uh, and at this time, of course, when they had arrested Howard and Malison, he had them thrown in jail. Everyone's in jail. Those guys can't go to jail. Right. Yeah. yeah, those guys should be and in they jail. They battle it out. Um, there, there was a, a, a fair amount of public outcry over, over the newspaper guys being thrown in jail because they're like, look, we, here's, we, we'll, we can show you this fake story that we got. Yes, we screwed up, but it was an honest mistake. We don't deserve yeah. to be in jail. It's yeah. these fraudsters. Yeah. We're not the ones trying to jack up the price of gold by, <laughs> yeah, it's not us. Who became a millionaire yesterday? It yeah, wasn't me. Not <laughs> right. I wish. Yeah. So, so they, uh, Lincoln basically relented and had, yes, okay. He had the newspaper. Paper guys released. Oh, he he allowed them to resume operations. Um, but Howard and Malison stayed in jail. Uh, they were. I mean, honestly, they got off pretty light. I have to say, they were in jail for just three months. It was three that was months. It? That was it. And, it's, and then what about their money? Well, they had to make restitution. I think on some of it, it's unclear as to what all their gains what? were. It's you know, I mean, the laws around like insider trading weren't really as robust as they are today. It feels like treason. Um, yeah, I would say treason. 
it sounds like they were let out of jail, at least in part because of some powerful friends. Basically, okay. you know, Link, Lincoln, hey, come on. Yeah, exactly. Of course, because of powerful friends. So in partly that and partly for maybe another reason, um, which I'll get to here uh, in a second. So... Right. So they cleared it up. I'm sure that all of the newspapers put in, you know, better protocols at that point. I yeah. mean, but, you know, like kudos to the other newspapers that didn't run with it, you know, that either either it was too fishy for them or maybe they just got there too late. But, you know, mm-hmm. good, good on them for not being baited oh. by this fake story. All right. So uh, can you guys guess the sad kind of sad, funny, ironic twist such as it is to this whole story? Sad, funny, ironic <sighs> twist. They got drafted. <laughs> that or... would be even better. Uh, <laughs> it sounded old, though. Close. No, the twist was that shortly after this whole kerfuffle, uh, Lincoln did, did, in fact, authorize a draft for okay. several hundred thousand new soldiers to join the army yeah. and go fight. Oh, no. he I, That makes even more sense why he was upset that it got He's like, like, my leaked plan. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's true. There are some people who kind of theorize that, like, oh, maybe he was going to do it earlier and got an idea of how much this was going to uh, be an outroar and, oh, and delayed it a little bit. Yeah. And perhaps, you know, maybe that's a reason why he let them out of jail after three months, because like, he'd, he'd uh, look maybe like a little hypocritical. Yeah. With, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird. So, yeah, that's a, that's a long way to go to drive up the price of gold and fairly yeah. selfish well, and a little dangerous. Selfish, yeah. It worked. It did work. It, that's, that's the crazy thing. It worked. They must have been just mad with glee just high-fiving each other oh, they're God. like they did it they ran it and i have to say they're smart in not running it themselves in their own oh, newspaper yeah, yeah. you know because that would look even fishier fishier yeah it might have taken them one day to catch them instead of two days <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this is called the civil war gold hoax if you're yeah. curious and reading more about it all right let's take a quick break a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. 
Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. You're listening. Good job, Ray. And this week, we're talking about things that are gold. So my first pet that I ever had uh-huh. was a goldfish. Oh. Okay. And I and his name was Reddy. Actually, its name was Reddy because I don't know if Reddy was a girl or a boy. Okay. <laughs> Reddy's like, a like tough fish. Reddy the color? Yeah. Or, okay, not I mean, like, when like you're, ready for action. No, uh, yeah. Okay. When you're a kid, you're like, I'm going to name this <laughs> from the color it is. He's so, red. Your name is Reddy. Reddy yeah. goldfish. And so uh, I got... I'll just say spiritually, it feels like a like a boy. Okay. Um, okay. You look very masculine. <laughs> so, sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, I got mad like a school fair. I don't think it's the scoopy the the scoopy goldfish thing, but somehow I, like a little I think com- like a little a, maybe, like a booth or something. Yeah. Or? Okay. It wasn't a scoopy game, but it was another game where you had to like somehow get the fish. That's or a pretty common prize. Yeah. yeah. I got it home, and then I didn't know anything about fish. I put them in, like, an aluminum bowl uh-huh. with water in it, and that was it. And I went to school the next day and came back, and I was like, oh, no, the fish is gone from the bowl. What happened? <laughs> and I was, like, minding my own business, and then my dad came home. I was like, Dad, what happened to my fish? My fish is gone. I was like, I didn't touch it. And then we realized Reddy jumped out of the <gasps> ball and was underneath the couch this whole time. I was oh home my god! And was still alive. What? what? Just like flipping and flopping around? No, just laying there. Just laying yeah. there. I could Holy not believe it. Mo- yeah, a gymnast fish. And that fish just lived for a really how long, long are we time. talking? Like like hours. Oh my god. I don't know how. Wow. I don't know what happened. Or you what got the like super fish. Yeah, Reddy lived a long time. It was just a tough wow. fish. Then it's like, oh, we gotta get him a tank, a real tank. And then, <laughs> and then my parents and got, a fence. Apparently, my, my parents really got into it. And then it's like, oh, we gotta get plants and the stone. Oh, there's an aquarium <laughs> store nearby. Well, let's uh-huh. get some more fish. And then it just became a thing. Okay, right? now you it's, guys are fish people. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden we have a, an aquarium, and Reddy has a lot of friends. Um. Anyways, so I want to talk about. Goldfish. Okay. Goldfish. They seem so simple, mm-hmm. um, but they're a lot more complex. All right. More uh, to meet the eye. Okay. okay. Like Transformers. Goldfish originate from China. Okay. 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 Well, it kind of makes sense. You have, you have, I mean, they're, like koi. they're related to koi, they're right? Related. Okay. That's all within the carp family. Okay. So, okay. so from China, the, the proto goldfish was a type of, it's called Asian carp. Okay. okay. And it's, it's kind of a boring, drab, gray, carpish, koi-ish type of fish. And people kept them. Hmm. Not as pets, but for food. Okay. Oh, you really? keep them in tanks at home. How big um, were they? Big. They were, they, they, they range. Okay. They, around koi size? I mean, cause like there's some meat on a koi. Yeah, you know, I could. It's like around koi size, maybe smaller. Okay. Um, but yeah. we're talking about like old China. And once it was the most common fish eaten in China because it's just like in oh. homes and you just – you breed them and you have them for food. Oh. That's huh. your food source. And because of weird genetic mutation, once in a while, the boring gray Asian carp will spawn a colorful fish oh. and it's a genetic mutation. Neat. It's bright orange or bright red or bright yellow colors. Huh. And so now without human invo- involvement at all, okay. if these fish were in the wild – those colorful fish are the ones to die first, right? <laughs> because okay. they stand out to predators. Yes. Because the predators can be like, wow, look at that 
big red thing in the middle of all this gray thing. I, I He's like, no, didn't you read it means that poison is? Stay away. Yeah. yeah. Genetic mutation. Yeah. Ah. So it was actually recorded. I mean, obviously it was probably noticed years and years before, or dozens of years, but recorded in China in 300 AD ah. that, that these colorful mutations started happening. Huh. And so, well, because the fish were popping out of the fish tanks, you know, people are like, started releasing the colorful ones into ponds to keep mm. them, you know, it was a, a very Buddhist mentality to like kind of, you know, spare one life. And so there's people still ate the, the, the gray ugly, ones, the gray yeah. ones, but okay. you know, the rare, the okay. rare colorful ones, they put in a pond or, or whatever. So why goldfish? Like we say goldfish, but like in my mind, my mm. first thought is Reddy, who's red. Yeah. Or I think of like the white and orange spotty yeah. with the bubble brain and the, the eyes. You know, I mean, like, I don't know about you, Dana. Like for me as a kid, it I always just made sense of like, well, they shimmer. shimmer. They shimmer yeah. like gold. Mm. That's how I made sense of it. I don't know. What I think about most you? of the ones I saw were golden colored. Like orangey. Yeah. Orangey. Oh, okay. It was so just it was close just enough like, for I was like, you. oh, okay, goldfish. Sure. Okay. Okay. And sometimes there's white ones and those yeah. are the weird ones. Ones, and there's like black, ones. there's like know. all black ones, and there's like panda ones. Yeah, not pa- like panda colored. Not, not, <laughs> the ones not, that are part panda. Yeah, the ones that are part panda. <laughs> not panda yet, anyway. Yeah, I mean, make that great. happen, yeah. science. Yeah, come on, science. Um, goldfish, literally in Chinese, goldfish. It is, uh, uh, you know, just uh, goldfish. Okay. That's what it is. And this is because in 1162, the Empress of uh, the Song Dynasty in China, you know, when she was in charge, citizens. Who are not royalty or of the, of the royal family are forbidden to keep any of these bright colored fish Aww. if they're yellow. Oh. Yellow is the imperial color. Oh, oh okay. separate from orange. Separate from oh. orange. Separate from red. Okay. So the, the normal yellow household, freaking... you can keep red and orange, but you can, you are not allowed to keep yellow because that's for the royal family. Oh. Yellow's tied to the color gold did they have to like give it to them or they just had to eat that one you have to eat they, the- uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? maybe, maybe both or they yeah. just kill it i don't know okay. there's probably some anti-imperialist families like yeah we're eating this one yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. since the the gold yellow varieties were not okay and since there are way more people in china who are not part of the royal family we end up with more ah. orange and red fish still happens but sure. you don't see yellow as often but that was where the namesake was the gold the yep. yellow fish oh. that's the most prized one that um, makes that so, makes that makes sense that makes sense, yeah. that makes that makes sense. sense. People used to have to have ponds, and and by the 1500s, people realized that they can put fish in bowls. <laughs> okay. And so, and that's more affordable. I don't have to carve out a part of my backyard and make a pond and release right, the fish, right. and then maybe have yeah. something else eat the fish. Well, now, I mean, it's not just bowls, but right, it's like it's you know a tra- uh, yeah, it's like a fancy bowl. Yeah, you can fancy look, bowl. it's better if you can look through it too, um, right? Yeah. Uh, right now, fish bowls are considered animal cruelty or not nice oh, to the animal because it that. stunts their growth. Um, yeah. I mean, unless you have a fishbowl with like the the tank that shoots like oxygen, oxygenous water, or there's algae in it, you know. But just your classic, just that that, that glass bowl, glass bowl, that like bad. far side cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually not nice to the fish. In a lot of countries, huh. it's it's not legal to to have your fish. Yep. The 1500s is when people started breeding different, even more mutations and even crazier goldfish, and just breeding and breeding. That's why we have like the bubble brains. And uh, uh, what they call telescope eyes, uh-huh. when their eyeballs are, are like so far out. apart. Yeah. yeah. 
their tails are longer and fancier. I did not realize it was the result of of just breeding, basically. Yeah, it's huh. just fun. Now, now there's so many varieties, <laughs> and it's so it has. I mean, time is a lot of time has passed. It's so far from what the proto, what the original. Uh-huh. Carp. Yeah, I mean, mutations. like if you were gonna like eat them, you would. It would take like yeah, exactly. a good dozen they're, or so. They're yeah. tiny now. So the thing about the tanks stunting, stunting their growth. Have you heard about the goldfish in Lake Tahoe? No. Like people would go to Tahoe and they'd have fish as pets over like the holiday or I've during, heard this. during summer, and they put it in the lake. Right, I've heard this. And I looked it up because I told somebody this, and they were like, "No." And then we found the articles, and yes, the goldfish become massive yeah they had they'll to, grow like, to as big as they as, can as, right they get really big really really big you guys should google it i don't know the exact weight but it's like uh that's great a woman has to hold it with two hands two arms like a bigger than a baby it's like we'll i'm say. living in your bathtub now you yeah it's sh- like yeah. a toddler size <laughs> toddler, toddler goldfish yeah um and goldfish are uh invasive species yeah they so, they are invasive species, um, and I I'll, get, like I'll a, get lot, a lot of carp in general, right, are pretty aggressive. I think. Hmm. So you might see a goldfish and you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. It's a pretty fish. It's a it's a fat fish, uh, <laughs> like a fat show fish. Goldfish are who's that fish think it is? Yeah, <laughs> goldfish are way more advanced than we give them credit for. Oh. So first of all, goldfish eyes. You might associate like mice or rats as like lab animals, yeah. uh, but goldfish are a popular lab animal, oh. specifically in the field of visual perception and cognition. Huh. Really? And this is from the BBC. Goldfish, they can perceive the same colors as humans can. Oh, really? Oh. Not even all primates can do yeah. that. Yeah. Goldfish, um, making them an ideal study animal to study vision and color. Interesting. And the the scary part is baby goldfish, just like baby humans, they have uh, trouble seeing the color blue hmm. when they're young. And then it gets better as they age. Humans do that too. Weird. Um, their color sensors are analogous to human color sensors. Interesting. How wow. weird is that? Yeah. I would not have guessed. so far that, from the spectrum, yeah. you know. It like, seems like it would be so rudimentary compared to our field of vision. Yeah. I wonder why they need to be able to, well, maybe because there's so many colors of goldfish. <laughs> they got like, we I think fish in general we'll have, uh, have, I think, pretty good eyesight in terms of color. But goldfish have, like, abnormally a human they, they just really can can see wow. and process not only that process that information goldfish are super smart and you can train them right do tricks so so it i i i am pretty sure and you'll correct me right it's not true the whole thing about goldfish memory is only like 30 seconds right that no you, yeah they are you can, not dory yeah their their memory they can remember up to According to a science report, three months. Wow. Okay, and they can, uh, but they can relearn that information. Okay, you know what I mean. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, on the end of your three months, you do the thing again. It's gonna have another <laughs> yeah, three right. constantly do um, it. It's yeah. they have really strong learning abilities for themselves and for their school or for their goldfish oh. buddies, and because of their good vision, they're able to identify individual humans. What? Oh, really? So if you, your family, you have a goldfish tank, they'll, they're going to be the, they're going to be really? super nice and, and cute one. to it the knows, one that gives you food. It knows yeah. which one of you jerks is tapping on the ball. Yeah. It knows, yeah. yeah. And it knows when to beg for food huh. according to the huh. person and wow. the shape that they can, yeah. They're you like can really crows. Wow. That's, you, you wow. You can treat them and they, shape sounds, they can remember that. 
His little little plump thing huh. can do Aww. all that. They can perform tricks. Um, and and going back to the invasive species thing, um, BBC also said. So in 2001, a study found that um, they introduced like a goldfish to a pond, mm-hmm. and the goldfish, which are not carnivorous, they eat the pellets or or, or you know grassy stuff, algae yeah. stuff. They started eating the eggs and larvae of the long-toed salamander. Hmm. Oh. They normally don't eat eggs, but if they see other fish uh, feeding on them, like then pr- they know protective it's okay. that's yeah, food. Yeah. So they'll learn, oh, we better eat that. If one goldfish gets it, figures it out, huh. if then one goldfish sees it, figures it out, then sooner or later, all the other goldfish will start eating omniv- the eggs. Omnivorous. And also, sometimes they're... Uh, they're used to fight against mosquito uh, oh. illnesses that are, are yeah blood like in, in yeah the breeding, blood diseases in the breeding grounds they'll eat the yeah so like stagnant water you oh. know West Nile virus they'll release some goldfish and they'll eat the mosquito larvae. However, this huh. is bad you know just like the Lake Tahoe thing you know <laughs> yeah. you don't want to set the goldfish. <laughs> then you in, get a massive goldfish. Isn't that crazy? I I really had no idea they were that advanced or had that no pun intended colorful a history one last thing okay one last thing so uh goldfish in the labs are also used to understand alcohol Uh, alcohol effects on the brain and the body and that's because the concentration of alcohol in their blood system is almost the same as the alcoholic content in the water they're swimming in. Okay. So it's really easy to test behavior <laughs> to get they them just drunk. Get them they drunk. make the solution and have them <laughs> swim in it. They're not swimming in like pure vodka, you know, okay. but yeah. they would make a solution and uh, they would record behavioral huh. traits and stuff. And um, Party tank! According to a 1969 uh, research, uh, turns out, Fish swimming in a bourbon solution are more impaired than those splashing around in vodka. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a darker liquid, you know. Yeah, it's, dark, it's, yeah, that's yeah. what they say. Yeah. And they need some little goggles. It's, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Some goldfish. Oh. Gold. I, I'm impressed, man. I mean, they got good memory, you know, good eyesight. They're swimming in bourbon. Now I just like, want to train goldfish. I, seriously, yeah. yeah. I wonder how you train them. Like, what do you have to do? So you can, you just keep repeating. So they're really good at positive uh, reinforcement. Okay. So some people can train to like, if you put your hand, they'll like come up to your hand and eat (laughs) off of your hand. Maybe you, I don't, I don't know. I I gotta YouTube this. Maybe they can spin. I don't know, but they recognize you. And if you keep doing, you know, you're like, oh, you get the best food. If you, yeah, yeah. We got one last nugget of gold. Ah, I see what you did there. Why do you have to call out my puns, Carl? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought that's what we were doing here. Yeah, I'll close this out here. Uh, I've got a little, uh, very short uh, grab bag quiz for you guys. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. That's the gold fit. We, wow. That Dana, just Dana, like Dana has just brought up a photo of a goldfish that a person, it seriously is yeah. using two hands to hold this thing. It looks like the size of an infant. The USDA yeah. had to wow get them. There's out so of Tahoe. many other fish. In I Tahoe. I can't top an infant sized goldfish in terms of just pure pure spectacle. That's bigger than infant size. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a toddler. That's <laughs> my <laughs> Yeah, that's my pig. <laughs> I can't. Well, I surely can't top pig sized goldfish yeah. <laughs> in terms of pure spectacle. But what I do have for you guys is a grab bag quiz about gold, the substance itself, the gold. thing. All right, get your buzzers ready. All right. What is the difference 
specifically between 18 karat gold and 24 karat gold. Karen. One has less gold. Okay. Okay. You're 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 halfway there. Yes. It's it's like the 18 karat. Yeah. And now, what do you mean by by yeah? It's it's mixed with something else. Purity. You think? No. It's like I thought the measurement is like how much it's mixed with. I don't know what's it. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll, okay, Dana, you want to elaborate, or are you? I mean, we're I we're know. like halfway there. Yeah, it's it generally it is that it's it's less gold. That's right. The eighteen karat gold has 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 less gold by mass, pure okay. gold. Okay. So so what what it is is basically it's a uh, percentage scale. It's a very old timey mm-hmm. percentage oh, okay. scale. Um, not used that much anymore. Uh, to the extent that it's used at all, only it's only in the U.S. and the U.K. Yeah, okay. it's 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 it's. Out of 24 possible units. So 18 karat gold is 75% oh! pure gold by mass. Not by volume, by mass. That's a lot of math. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Um, and, you know, so you don't tend to typically see... So 12 see... is... 50%. Right. So 12 carat gold. And that's carat with a K, by the way. Not to be confused with carat with a C, which mm. you use for like gemstones. Diamonds, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a measurement of how pure is the gold by mass. Of how oh. fine, how fineness, the, it's, it's a measure of fineness. How fine is the gold? Okay. Yeah. So, so 24 carat gold. So what's the other stuff it's mixed with? Um, you know, I mean, it can be a lot of different alloys, oh, okay. you know, okay. um, just to it's just not one specific thing. It's not oh. one specific thing, right? There's a variety of things yeah. that it could be alloyed with. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so 24 karat gold technically is 100% pure gold by mass, but in practice, that's actually really hard to get. So in practice, mm-hmm. when what we call 24 karat gold is, is accepted to be 999 one thousandths percentage pure or you okay. know per thousandths pure gold okay. right we'll round up yeah we'll round up we'll give them the okay. uh the uh benefit of a doubt what is the primary claim to fame of sutter's mill california hmm. karen home of the gold rush that is indeed correct yeah. yep sutter's I mill it was eureka but sutter's mill yeah it was a, a sawmill uh owned by john sutter and yeah. it was on the uh the fork of the south fork of the american river uh not is too sacramento? far from here yeah yeah just a little bit I've east of sacramento there. that's yeah. right in coloma california and that was where gold was first discovered in california and kicked off the gold rush uh yeah in of course in 1848 and that is what triggered the rush of the 49ers. That is why our football team is named the 49ers. People did yeah. find a lot of gold, right? People found so much gold. They, yeah. So in 1848, okay, so in 1848, right before the discovery of gold in California, mm-hmm. uh, the population of California was was like 20,000 people. Oh, my God. It's pretty sparse. Yeah. In four years... Four years after the discovery okay. of gold, the population was 225,000 wow. yeah, people. It was crazy. Yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, millions of dollars of gold extracted. Yeah, yeah. millions of dollars 
of but gold. once it's gone, it's gone, right? I mean, once it's ultimately gone, yeah. it's gone. Like when you find certain mother loads. Um, I went, you know, I went years ago when I was a kid. I went mm-hmm. panning for gold with a family friend. Actually, I mean, it was like just like a novelty thing. Yeah, like yeah. we weren't like, oh, we're gonna strike it rich and quit our jobs as you know elementary yeah, school yeah. kids. It was like a weekend thing, and like we got the little gold pans, and he and you know, family friend, he taught us how to do it, and yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I think one of like the six of us found one. It was like the tiniest, tiniest flake. little. It was like, I mean, to call it a flake even overstated like how big it was. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. a sand grain at best. Yeah, yeah. we went. I, yeah, we did that in fourth grade to go panning. I wasn't the lucky winner. I think somebody else found the sand grain. I wonder if fourth <laughs> graders, um, fourth graders still do it. I don't know. <laughs> it was a long time. Ago. I think. Yeah, it probably depends on how close you live to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what makes white gold? White. Dana. It's an alloy mixed with something else. Yeah. Like yeah, that's right. Like palladium or something. It's the addition of a white colored alloy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, not yeah. platinum. Uh, not, not, you wouldn't typically mix platinum with the gold to make it because platinum is uh, so precious on its own. But yeah, I mean, you know, nickel is common. Uh, sometimes silver. It, it will mm-hmm. be. You can make it with a little bit of silver or zinc even. Um, but that's right. Yeah, it's just, you know, pure, quote, gold mixed with a white colored alloy to make yeah. it a little bit lighter. And usually, uh, I was reading, you know, white gold, not just white gold. They'll do this with silver too, but white gold will be coated in, uh, rhodium which is another precious metal, oh. another uh, expensive precious metal, but it's especially hard and durable. Oh, okay. So it kind of makes the white gold ring just a little a little more durable. Yeah. Oh, do you know if it's from uh, Rhodia? No, former Rhodesia? No, it takes its name, I guess, originally because when it was discovered or first identified, uh, it was dissolved in aqua regia, uh, okay. and the precipitate was kind of like a rose gold color, oh. so reddish, like road, like reddish, yeah. Got it. Not unlike, not unlike Karen's hair, <laughs> for instance. All right, last one, last question. Uh, gold, of course, is a very dense, it is a dense element. Uh, but is it the most dense? Question mark? No, I'll tell you, it's no. not the most oh, dense. Yeah, no. Um, but put these elements in order of density. Oh, you guys man. can each guess if you oh, want. All right. So right get out, whiteboard. get out your writing implement. And you are going to put these elements into order of density from least dense to most dense. Okay? Okay. All right. Lead, gold, tungsten. I'll also accept uh, Wolfram. Okay. Uh, <laughs> platinum. Lead, gold, tungsten, platinum. From least From to least most. dense to most dense. Mm. You guys can work on this one together if you like. Karen's up at the whiteboard here, deep in thought. It's got the access from D to LD. I have a guess. Okay. All right, go for it. I would. This is like out of nowhere. This is totally just a stab in the dark. Uh All right. Okay. I go tungsten, gold, lead, platinum. So tungsten. I've guessed. Okay, Karen, what's your guess? Platinum. Tungsten, lead, gold. 
Platinum, tungsten, lead, gold. Gold being the the most Most dense of those. Okay. All right. No, neither of you is correct. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I I actually gave them to you in their order. Yeah, a little bit of a trick there. Uh, Yes, that is lead is is less dense than gold, which is less dense than tungsten. Gold and tungsten are very, very similar in density. They're almost the same. Uh, And then platinum, yeah, in fact, is more dense than all of those up there. Uh, You know, I mean, like we associate lead with kind of being really heavy and gold. I think about a pencil. And it's like, like we don't we don't often have that much of a chunk of platinum in our hands to feel it. Yeah, Pla- <laughs> platinum in fact is almost the densest sort of natural element. Okay. You know, I'm not talking about the we... ones that are either theoretical or created in a lab for you know a femtosecond Space. or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, only iridium and osmium of sort of the natural. Everyday household elements are are denser than platinum. Um, but yeah, gold is, you know, it's dense. It's dense, but it's not the densest. Tungsten and platinum. Tungsten and platinum, bringing it. Hmm. All right. You guys pass with a gold star uh, for both Thank of you. you. For participation. Yeah. No. Two gold stars. You can fight over the second one. <laughs> Wait, we each get one. We each get one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Cool. All right. And that's our show. Thank you guys for joining me. And thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. You hope you learn a lot of stuff about gold, about my baby ready, <laughs> about uh, raisins, yeah. about Civil War gold hoax, and more. You can find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.